I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. All right, welcome back, everyone, to episode number 58 of the Best Thing We've Seen podcast. My name is Flo. And I'm Gabe. How are you? I'm okay, man. How are you doing? The usual. Tired as fuck. And yep, that's pretty much my only emotion. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I think I got more than one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dude. I'm just a very two-dimensional character. You know, I'm that background extra who's just standing there napping or, I don't know. <laughs> standing there <laughs> napping. <laughs> or, you know, at a party, the guy's just sipping a drink and acting as if he's talking, but just right miming shit. Whenever I think of uh, background actors these days, mm-hmm. I don't know why, but the first thing I think of is the worst background acting I think ever. It's what the YouTube... Uh, video is called or whatever mm-hmm. i think it's in quantum of solace it's in one of the craig bond movies mm-hmm. where there's a guy who's sweeping the street behind him and he's got ah, this yeah. big broom and <laughs> just clearly like, like 10 centimeters over uh, like above the ground <laughs> <laughs> you know a lot of those scenes especially with guys or girls people tr- uh, acting as if they're typing stuff on a keyboard and clearly not even touching the yeah the pad and I'm o- I always think of an interview with Nick Frost where he talks about extras and their acting and how that acting is way more realistic than anything a big-time <laughs> actor does. Because when you're on camera, you always act so much so the attention stays on you, but that's not how normal people talk, you know? Sure. I think that's an interesting point of view. I mean, if if background acting is done well that is yeah, i mean of course <laughs> there's some examples that aren't so great but yeah be interesting to to watch nick frost's movies now to see how the back if i mean if, if he thinks they're great they must be good you know i guess so yeah i haven't seen a lot of his i mean he has done this new show on amazon prime which is all right but it has already been canceled so which well, one was that again i know i something I, ghostbusters yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, um i forgot what it's called i haven't seen it it's I've seen like one or two episodes. It's a bit boring. <laughs> Sorry <laughs> right. to say, but yeah. Sorry, Nick, if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Like, how was your week? Have you watched a lot, a lot this week? Uh, a couple of things. I finished something which I started like one or two weeks ago. A show that has come out. Definitely and... going to be animated. Strap in. Yep. Well. <laughs> <laughs> and one or two other things which we're gonna get to. I'm sure. Yes. I mean. I'll throw, like, do you want to do your quick um, pitch of the show before I, I dive right in? Yeah, sure. So this is a regular episode. Here we talk about the best thing that we've seen all week. Anything from a TV show to a movie to a YouTube video. And we're going to start off with a couple of honorable mentions. And then we're going to get to the best thing that we've seen all week. Something fairly new, if we can. So something that came out in the last six months or so. And yeah, I think who's even going to start us off? I mean, how much do you have to even have an honorable mention? I have an honorable, but I, it's a good question. Um, what was last week again? <laughs> <laughs> uh, These episodes are like, you know, one big uh, blur. Blur. Thank you. Last week we had Moxie and uh, you started. You started because you started with Moxie and then I came in with 
my docu-series. Are we sure about that? 90%. Okay. Well, then uh, how many things do you have this week? I have three things, although one of them is going to overlap with one of your things. Although I don't know if it's going to be your pick. I'm going to guess not. It's how are we going to handle how are we going to handle this because well, we had this discussion before. <laughs> you can start off with the one honorable that won't be the one you just mentioned. All right. So, I watched Paradise PD, a new Netflix show or rather the third season of Paradise PD. Yes, I was waiting for this one. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've watched the first two seasons. They're all right. I don't even know why I'm watching. It's the typical kind of show that I leave on on the in the background or when i'm just too tired to do anything else uh, watch one or two episodes and the thing is about the thing about paradise pd it's by i think weko oguin and roger black who created brickleberry which is another show and it's the exact same show just reskinned they had a show where it's <laughs> about park rangers and now they pretty much introduced all of the same characters or like 80 percent of them and translated them to Paradise PD. Now they're cops. And it's got a whole lot of the same voice actors, including Tom Kenny, who most people know as the voice of SpongeBob, but also Sarah Chalk, who has done a whole lot of voice work recently, as in Rick and Morty, for example. And I think everybody knows her as a role as Elliot in Scrubs. Yes. And yeah, the show is... it's. Kind of the gimmick of the show is that it's over the top. You see a lot, lot of genitals, uh, you, a lot of dicks, a lot of vaginas. You see tits, <laughs> you see shit, you see. Just it's expand on it. <laughs> I, I don't even know how to. I mean, there's just this old fucking character in the police station who just likes to fuck everything and everyone. That's his kind of gimmick. You just see him, his old man balls, and I don't know what the fuck you see. Everything. Imagine some dumb fucking shit that a fourteen-year-old would come up with because he's fucking bored at school and now put that into an animated show. And that's the show. Right. Which is... Sounds wonderful. It's it's just stupid and I, especially the third season, I'm over this show. It's <laughs> gotten just dumber and... You what sure? The thing, I'm sure, dude. I don't even know if I'm going to watch the fourth season. I mean, I might just because I'm fucking bored. <laughs> but... It's the problem is they just repeat the same joke over and over and over and over again. Just one episode, they have one joke, and they're gonna stretch the joke out till the fucking very end. And they have so many fourth wall break jokes that are just not funny, like the fourth time in a row. Right. And yeah, too bad. But now you know. <laughs> well, I, I haven't seen this to your surprise. Yeah, don't don't. It's yeah. like, there's so many better things out there. I assume it's net Netflix. It's Netflix original. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I'm just glad it's not my. It ha- didn't have to be my pick. <laughs> yeah, I'm interested. Like, are you like excited about your pick, or what kind of week has it been for you? I'm very excited about my pick. It's something that I pondered about watching, but it's something that I had to pay for. I knew you were gonna watch this, and I'm so I, I fucking knew it. I, I wish you had told me this. I knew this was gonna happen. I knew if, this was gonna happen. No, I don't think you know what's gonna happen. But is sure. it not gonna be Raya? It's not Raya. Okay, I'm sorry then. I apologize. If it had been Raya, I would have told you. Okay, appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> My pick of the week is Raya and the Last <laughs> You bastard. <laughs> it's worth every penny. <laughs> <laughs> um, how about you? I mean, like we mentioned, I think it's going to be a mutual honorable, something that has come out you think so? today. Or is it going to be your pick? I doubt it. 
because you weren't sure if you were even going to watch it. So I thought they would do the same thing like they did with WandaVision mm -hmm. and release three episodes on the first day yeah. of uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. The newest Marvel show. I mean, <laughs> the MCU <laughs> keeps expanding. And um, on Friday, a couple of days ago now, when you, by the time you hear this, um, the latest show dropped called mm -hmm. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And yeah, as I said, I thought we would watch the first three episodes and like we did with WandaVision, mm -hmm. we would then talk about it and I would like, because we, we sort of made that mistake on WandaVision, we didn't necessarily, we didn't pick it when, when we talked about it as our pick of the week mm -hmm. because we wanted to watch the whole thing first. I would have picked this if there were like three episodes, you know what I mean? Yeah. If I okay. loved it, if that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> now there's only one episode and uh, we both watched it and I, it's just not enough for me to pick it. You know what I mean? I want to know where yeah. it's going. Yeah. Not a lot happened. I mean, we talked about this before and kind of predicting that it would be a lot of action. And yes. it felt like 30% of this episode <laughs> was just chase scenes and action and explosions, which is fine, I guess. But right. it's fine if it's like a big battle or something that has a payoff, you know? If they do this at the end, which I'm sure they're going to do, fine. But you, there were no stakes. Like, do this for us because we're the military. So he does this shit. And I'm like, okay. It's sort of reintroducing the characters, though. Yeah, sure. But I'm like, okay, move on. Show me something of interest. And then <laughs> finally something interesting happens and the, the episode is over. Right. But that's the cliffhanger that you need of to course. keep watching. Right, right. But it just didn't give me a whole lot to hold on you know i think it's interesting that you say that it's 30 percent action because i agree and i think mm -hmm. that's a fair amount i was Not expecting even episode. more well i think so i think so you got to introduce the two characters and then i have to say i did enjoy this quite a bit yeah? and i did once the action scenes were over <laughs> okay because i just i just love being in that world and this is the mcu that i'm sort of used to Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is WandaVision was so original and it was <laughs> something different, right? You it say that if, as if it was right, bad. Right. You know? I know, I know. But you know, I don't mean it that <laughs> it way. It was too original for me. <laughs> so <laughs> I like more generic bland stuff. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? I, this felt more like the MCU, uh, like the movies. Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. And I'm not, uh, as you just said, I mean, I don't mean that is necessarily a great thing. It's just a more familiar thing to me and I just love spending time in that world mm -hmm. and it was fun for me to I didn't know that Don Cheadle was going to be in this show um, yeah, it makes but sense with but like one line <laughs> sure, but I assume he's going to have more scenes throughout the show I hope so yeah <laughs> he was great in that one scene <laughs> no but I like I, I have to say first of all I am not a big fan of Anthony Mackie or the Falcon mm -hmm. I just I don't know what it is there's a lot of actors that I love and then there's some that I don't necessarily love mm -hmm. and Mackie falls into that category I, he did nothing wrong it's just I, I never really I don't know what it is but Sebastian Stan I really like yeah so, I have to say yeah. I don't like Sebastian Stan I like Anthony Mackie more okay but now having seen the first episode I do prefer the Winter Soldier over Falcon because I was never interested in the character of Falcon he always seemed I mean. so generic yeah, yeah yeah and I saw the show and I was like alright Falcon, you never stood a chance, you know. Winter Soldier's story is just way more interesting and, I don't know, his character is just a bit more likable. 
yeah i mean after a couple of movies movies yeah yeah <laughs> fair <laughs> but enough. i thought it was interesting sort of where they picked it up from endgame because obviously mm-hmm. the end of endgame um sort of i don't know spoiler alert i don't really know <laughs> yeah. i mean there's sort of a passing on the mantle kind of thing mm-hmm. is that the right phrase yeah 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 but then <laughs> it's you know what now that i think about it it reminds me of um the ending of last jedi and the no what was it the ending of force awakens at the beginning of last jedi you sort of set up something huge and then mm-hmm. um uh luke just luke just <laughs> chucks it over the fucking ledge yeah. edge ledge ledge right he just chucks the lightsaber yeah. and this one here he hands him the shield and then in the first 20 minutes of the falcon and winter soldier he says i'm not gonna take it yeah which i liked because i didn't want to see falcon as the cap as captain america but then yeah, again i feel like that's where the show is gonna go i mean maybe i mean most probably yeah maybe they're gonna do a whole new character or maybe split it but i did like where the episode ended and made me interested to watch more i agree i was wondering if, if i if we're supposed to know that um actor i don't think i, do. I don't think so yeah just random dude yeah, I think they're going to expand on it more because the way I know the MCU, doesn't matter if you know the character or not, they're going to explain it once again for everybody who <laughs> didn't pay attention, just in case. And they didn't do that, so I think it's somebody new. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be that. I, it's interesting. Do you think that's going to be like a big part in that show, his character? Or is it just going to be like a throwaway uh, character? Bit. Maybe he's going to be part of the antagonist, you know, or maybe just the, the bumbling fool who thinks he's doing everything right. And they're like, no, you're doing maybe. this wrong. Maybe. Let us help you. So, no, no, I'm, I'm with the government. I, I have the title. Fuck right. off. And then he sees that he needs help and dramatic arc and I don't know what else. <laughs> <laughs> I should be a writer. <laughs> you really should, yeah. <laughs> I did like the... Um the sort of characters that we were introduced to the, the the side characters i really did like like pretty much all of the main ones like the guy who sort of um, helps falcon i like maybe he's a generic guy but i kind of liked him i and didn't like him at all you didn't like him at all most characters in falcon story were well, i know are? first of all his family i thought they should have had more <laughs> scenes and more explanation they just threw you in there and say hey i have a family and i'm and the that guy who was good with everyone, joking around, taking one fry, taking one bite of it, and then throwing <laughs> it into the water. <laughs> it really so, pissed me off. So cool. <laughs> yeah. It, I don't know. I didn't feel any connection. The military guy felt too generic, but I did like the characters in Bucky Barnes' I was story. Say, yeah, they're because even better. The old guy and maybe a love interest or not. I think that was more of an interesting take. And I did like I agree. parts of the therapy session, although they did seem a bit forced well it's let all me explain like, all the rules it's 48 <laughs> minutes you know yeah or it's, however long it is or even 50 minutes i think it's nearly twice as long as the as the wandavision episodes right because they were like fifth uh, sorry 30 minutes something like that yeah i think yeah no but i mean when you said like you you wanted more backstory on the family whatever you have to sort of cram it in like 48 minutes i don't of think course, they wanted to yeah. do it one and a half hour episodes even though there's only going to be six episodes of this which i well, if it's six one-hour episodes, I guess it's like somewhat equivalent to nine. WandaVision. I don't. I mean, it, I think it's gonna be around the same runtime. The whole mm-hmm. thing. I guess yeah. Yeah. No Daniel Brühl yet. Yeah. Oh, you knew he was coming, did you? <laughs> <laughs> I heard it. You looked at Zemo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, I, I did like it, but um, if it, I have a pick that um, will be controversial, but I did enjoy it more. But Ooh. if there were like more episodes of Falcon and Winter Soldier, I think it would have made my pick. You know, it's just like one episode. It's kind of like we'll I talk think... about it once once the season's over again. And, yeah, I think know. we'll come back to it for sure. And yeah, but I I I am kind of kind of hooked again. Yeah, kind of. I just like that world, man. I just like that <laughs> world, and I missed it. It's been what was the last MCU movie? It was uh, Far From Home. Far From Home, yeah. And that's what, like, two years ago? Uh, yeah, in June it will be two years, I think, right? Or July? Yeah, it Something came out on in July because yeah. of Fourth of July in America. Is that um, what it was? I think so. It came pretty much. I think on Fourth of July or one day before or after. I know that some um, Endgame yeah. was like April time mm-hmm. so you guys a couple months after that yeah so almost two years ago and i mean it's been a while and if yeah. you don't include wandavision which as i said i think that it's a different kind of mcu vibe which yeah. is a great thing i love that but now it's fun to be back in that world again yeah i have to say i my problem with both wandavision and this i think the main characters are just way stronger than the side characters and you just really see that in scenes with like for example that military guy well I, I disagree. Because well, especially with WandaVision too. Ronan. There's like great side characters with Catherine Hahn and uh, yeah, I liked her at first, but then the big thing with her at the end, I I agree. But she was much. still not. She was not like a throwaway side character, you know. Yeah, yeah. I thought she was good. She I mean, was I, right. yeah. But like and, some of the military dudes, you know. Right. Once again, a military dude. Right. They're so generic. Right. But I I, I like the side characters in Winter Soldier, and I. Falcon Winter Soldier, but I agree with that, especially the ones on, on the Winter Soldier side. I like mm-hmm. them. Yeah. We'll see how they develop. Yeah, it's going to be interesting with the old guy at the sushi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't even supposed to come out racist or anything just because they ate sushi, you know? Yeah, yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I also <laughs> kind of, you know, I thought it would be like I didn't put one and one together or two or two together that the son in mm-hmm. the very beginning was that character. I thought it was just, I'm going to stay vague here. <laughs> I knew that the Winter Soldier had something to do with this guy's son. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was going to be like revealed at the end, a different kind of mis- mission, you know? Mm-hmm. And then it was just, no, no, it's that mission we told you before. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but, but we didn't see that guy before, right? Which one? The young guy? No, no, no. The, the older guy. I don't think so. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, I'm, then again, I don't yeah, know. The last time we saw Winter Soldier was during Endgame. Yeah. And then before that, just him in Wakanda, right? Yes. During Infinity War. Yeah. Yep, yep. All right. Anyway. I'll th- yeah, I'll throw away one more thing, which is not an yeah, honorable. Sure. I just want to mention it because you, I think you talked about two or maybe even three Matt Colbo videos. Mm-hmm. And so I went into a bit of a, not deep dive, but I watched a couple <laughs> of his videos now. Mm-hmm. And I'm so surprised because some of his, I, I like him a lot. I think mm-hmm. he's very good. But it, his style reminds me so much of Bo Burnham's style of comedy. Really? Which you don't like at all. Yeah. So I was like, that doesn't make any sense to me, especially when he sits on that, there's one video where he starts like rapping. That's Bo Burnham in a nutshell. Sort of, <laughs> No, but like smart, smart wordplay. Yeah, with with Bo Burnham, it just seemed way more forced, you know, maybe because it was in front of a live studio audience, but 
And I'm sorry to interrupt you, but look out the fucking window. Window, it's snowing like hell outside. All of a sudden, it's fucking. Mid-March. You're talking about his stand-up now. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. But there's also like he he started on YouTube too, Bo Burnham. So where he's just in his in his room, just on right. the piano. Yeah, that, maybe you enjoy that a bit more. That I don't know. Makes sense now as well with um, Ed. No, sorry, with uh, Eighth Grade because she's also a bit of a an influencer sure <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah he got the same start but he, he got a start on youtube as well but um mad colbo is a great I, there was is, he's, he's good he's really funny there was this one video where i really had to laugh when it's like i think it's i think it's the one where he tries to be manly <laughs> but <laughs> there's this only manly things yeah doing day. manly things but there's this one <laughs> I, I forgot the 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 setup now but the punchline was like he takes this girl home and then whatever and then he's he goes on this like minute long rant that he can't do anything because he lives with his parents and he, he just he's all excited about taking a girl home but then the punchline is like yeah but i can't do anything with her, with her because i live with my parents and this <laughs> i can't recite it now obviously but yeah i like him i like him a lot and what i don't like is though that a lot of the punchlines seem to be the same thing i think that's also kind of yeah the recurring joke which right the first time you see it is like all oh, right i heard this before but <laughs> Then when you hear it again, it's like, oh, he's back. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's good. He's good. Right. I mean, so, yeah, go on. Sorry, I just saw recently, I, I checked up on our Twitter because I never do that. Yeah. <laughs> and I saw you wrote some, some, you responded to, who did you respond to? I don't know. Who was it? Kevin Smith? No. No. I don't, I don't know where you're going now. Ah, Jesus. Should have looked this up again. I sadly forgot you. You. <laughs> what? What was I? What was? What was? What was I saying? Um. All right. I remember somebody like. I don't even know if it's from who it was, but also somebody asked like, "What's the? What's a movie? What's a movie sequel that you've seen the sequel to, but not the first film?" Right. And you wrote oh, that's Despicable Me. Yeah. 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 And I have to say, well, same. I've never seen the first one, but I have seen the second one. See, that's why we're doing this together. Yeah. <laughs> I knew this was the case. You know, I knew it. And also, I saw the shout out by Podcast HQ. So, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a lot of, like, I always, like, tag a couple of people when I promote each episode. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are always nice enough to, ret- to retweet it and or like it. But uh, every now and again, uh, it's just out of the blue where someone sort of, promotes our podcast and you're right podcast hq that was that was awesome yeah yeah it's always cool to see that for sure our names yeah hashtags yep we have <laughs> such a such a like such a legible name if you compare them to every other podcast it's like under underscores and uh weird ha- like symbols and we're just mm-hmm. like simple you know best yeah. in radio i like it clean Rolls off the tongue yeah beautiful that's a social network reference because there's, there's got to be one every every week where he goes <laughs> is like is there one <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i have to find them it's yeah, yeah. Easter egg in Easter each egg. one where timberlake goes like uh drop the the it's cleaner you know reminding oh, yeah. me of that yep the facebook yeah right yeah yeah yeah. he was right. right yeah he was <laughs> that's his greatest <laughs> contribution <laughs> according to andrew garfield's character in the social network let's talk about your pick of the week <laughs> well i rewatched the social network <laughs> No, oh, um, you. that's my pick. 
my pick, the best thing that I've seen is the Euphoria special, which came out in December. Right. Is there like one? I thought there were like three. There are two episodes. It's like the special, but it's episode one and two. This instead is of a very season interesting two. for trailers this week. It's very interesting because I thought about this as well. There are trailers. I don't. I think they're kind of official trailers, but they're not from the official site. First of all, and second of all, it's an HBO show, so I don't know how that works. But I don't know either. I'm gonna leave a pause in later, and then we'll see what happens. You know, I will have to do the same thing. Unfortunately. Oh, okay, interesting. It's that kind of week. Okay, well, yeah, Euphoria. I've talked about this before. It's a show with Zendaya uh, as one of the leading actresses, and it's about her in a high school and about her private life because she's addicted to drugs. And it's just an amazing show at times. I really enjoyed it. The, the performances are just fucking great. I mean, I think she was even nominated for a Globe at one point. I think uh, so, yeah. Very much oh, deservingly so. We got to talk about the Academy Award nominations. Yeah. Sorry. Right. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to it in a second. But yeah, Euphoria, they did a special. And like I said, it's about her and then, of course, her friendship or maybe even more with one of her classmates and it's very, very much about personal uh, trauma uh, trauma and families and so on and now they did this special instead of a season two because of covid because they couldn't film it so they filmed this instead and this these two uh, episodes are the best episodes yet and the reason for that is a lot of the side stories aren't that interesting and seem more typical high school stuff a bit over dramatic at times it feels more like 13 Reasons Why. I think I even <laughs> mentioned that at one point. Okay. And these episodes don't because they leave out all the unnecessary characters. And you see that because due to probably COVID restrictions, they just did episodes that just take place in one room with mostly oh, like two or three characters. I love that. And they only focus on the interesting characters, especially like two characters who talk about their private lives. One person, Zendaya, talks to her counselor, her uh, it's called when you're a dr- drug addict you get a person who kind of you can call if something right, right. goes wrong a sponsor right. she calls a sponsor and he uh, she talks to him about using again and etc all those things and then he kind of gives her advice and at first it starts off at different places one scene that takes place somewhere else and then it's just in that diner and I was like alright this scene is kind of long and then after like 10 minutes I was like alright this is going to be the whole episode and I was on board with that and it was fucking great the acting was amazing first of all and just the dialogue was fucking great and the second episode is her friend her i don't want to say her specific relationship at that point with zendaya because if you haven't seen season one but then she kind of talks about her personal experiences <laughs> yes now well sh- stuff happens right uh, it's not that clear cut and then it's her talking about also zendaya's character uh, and also her private life to a therapist. And the second episode is also amazing. And the second episode, in a way, it re- reminded me of normal people. Okay. Just because it was so well done and it was one of the most realistic therapist scenes. I think whoever wrote the character of the therapist, amazing. It just felt so real how a real therapist would talk to you. And then I, because I thought about this when I saw Falcon the Winter Soldier today, and it felt way more forced, you know. But here's <laughs> well, written just... by the guy who did Malcolm and Marie, no? Sam yes, Levinson. Yes, it's Sam order? Levinson yeah. who created the show. And the interesting thing is about episode two where her 
character's name is Jules, talks to the therapist, is written by, but the actress who portrays Jules. So it's um, okay. written by Hunter Schaefer, who's the yeah. actress, and Sam Levinson, which is great. And I looked her up. She hasn't done anything aside from Euphoria. She was a model before that, but it's her first acting credits, and now it's her first writing credits and also producing. And that episode was fucking amazing. It felt so real and had so many... It just... Because it's like 50 minutes of just a therapy session, it feels like you see a full therapy session and it just seems so... I'm surprised you liked it intimate. that much because you're not usually a guy who likes these movies that are just like dialogue heavy in a room. No, I don't dislike them. I, uh, there's some great ones. And what I one episode, for example, that I absolutely love from Bojack Horseman, there's one episode where you just see him give a, a speech at a funeral, a eulogy. Right. And you're kind of like, all oh, right, this is going on for like five minutes. And then you realize it's just him giving that eulogy. And you never see pretty much anything else except for the very last shot, the rest of the room. You just see his face and his body just yeah. talking to himself. Nobody talks to him. It's just a monologue I love for that. 20 to 30 minutes. When and it's, it's one well. of my favorite episodes. And I do love it with, when it's done well. And like I said, it's, it's hard to find a, a good ther therapy uh, like session or something like that portrayed right. well. Right, right, right. Especially because normally it's just five minutes of them having a breakthrough or I don't know what. <laughs> but it's just her starting <laughs> off not wanting to talk about anything and then or one specific thing and then opening up about other things and just about her childhood. And so many things that you did not know before about her character yeah. are then revealed. I mean, all right, I have to say it's not just in that room. There are scenes when she kind of remembers some things and you see those things, but also with very limited cast. Sure. But yeah amazing the acting the writing isn't and this so go on, sorry no, go on. no i just want to say because it's just so few people they just focus on the the good characters you know right. and the story that interested me most i think i even said that when i talked about euphoria first the first time is zendaya's story or and what she's involved in i don't really care about the rest and that's why it's so amazing because it just focuses on the good characters yeah sorry what what did you want to say no no it's it's fine. I'll get to it once we. I mean, are we gonna play? Is there a trailer? I'm sorry, I forgot. Now, is there a trailer yeah. for the special now, or is it just? Yeah, it's a trailer show? for one episode of the special and maybe one other. I'm. I try to look some things up. I don't know who owns the rights to them because it's not uploaded by HBO. Okay. Um, but if there's a trailer, we're gonna put it in right here. And if you didn't hear anything, then it's just an <laughs> awkward pause. <laughs> Which we're going to leave in. <laughs> of course we are. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's my pick. It it blew me away. And I heard it it's really supposed good. to be good. And I imagined something else because when they're like such good ratings, I thought like a whole lot of stuff happens. And I don't know, big drama of all the characters. But just because it felt so intimate, it, it felt way more personal. And it's just... I had to think about it all day when I watched it and even right. after that. Where did you watch this? On Amazon Prime. I bought it for five bucks, gotcha. both episodes. I, I've been keeping this joke in ever since you stopped, mm -hmm. started talking about Euphoria, but isn't that show also like uh, known for its <laughs> use of genitalia? <laughs> I know that when the first season of this show dropped, Mm -hmm. I think it was an interview on Colbert or whatever, and it yeah. was just Zendaya sort of talking about how much male nudity was in that show, sort of as a counter to all the, the female nudity you, you usually get um, well you do see both breasts but also a penis so great I'm hooked enjoy
No, but <laughs> I just I'm making that joke because you talked about what was it? PD uh, Paradise PD, yeah. Paradise PD, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, there's a but theme you, throughout your picks, you know. You seek out the ones with good genitalia. What My can pick I, say? <laughs> <laughs> I can't resist the good fellas. <laughs> Quote that. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> put that on my job application. Yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah, that's my pick. And how about yours? <laughs> I have no idea because you said you're not sure about the trailer rights either. So it's not gonna be from one of the big studios, I guess. No, I thought we were past this whole trailer issue, but uh, we yeah. we both managed to to grab a pick that um, <laughs> has the same issues because my pick of the week. This is controversial because this movie. It, I think it came out uh, a couple of days ago. Very recent, and it's directed by two of my favorites, and it's <laughs> the ratings are pretty much awful. My pick of the week is Cherry. That's out. It's out. Ooh. It's included in Apple in the Apple Plus TV. Apple TV ah, Plus. Right. I still Ooh, don't I know what to call it. it. Yeah. I always forget what it's called. I think it's Apple TV, TV Plus. Plus. Yeah. Apple TV Plus. So Cherry is directed by the Russo brothers, mm. who. Fittingly enough, we talked about the MCU are behind <laughs> all of the great MCU movies. Mm-hmm. They did all of well, the... Ca- they, well, not all of them, <laughs> but they did... Uh, most of the, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, um, and Captain... Game. Right, right. Captain America, The Winter Soldier, um, Civil War, Infinity War, mm-hmm. Endgame. I think those are the four, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Um, and, yeah. They did a new movie, and also, of course, they kept an MCU actor <laughs> for their main role, which is uh, Tom Holland, Spider-Man himself, one of the more more popular figures out there these days, I think. I mean, I think everyone loves Tom Holland. Who doesn't, yeah, except for Anthony Mackie. That's very true. <laughs> it's very true. Um, but yeah, Cherry, the ratings are pretty terrible because it's a long-ass movie, and it is... It's, it, it has some stylistic choices that are not for everyone. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But basically, it's about a guy. I think I heard him I, when I watched all of these Endgame interviews. I heard, them, I heard the Russo brothers talk about their new project. It's a passion project because it's dealing with um, addiction and uh, PTSD. And that's something close to them. And they wanted to make a movie about that. And so Cherry is about a guy who's sort of um, a college dropout, finding his true love. She breaks up with him, and out of that, he decides to sign up for the army. And um, it's basically telling his story starting before the army, in while he's on duty there, and then uh, after it as well. It spans a lot of time, that movie. Does it jump around between the timelines, or is it linear? Um, it starts off um, sort of, it's difficult now, it, it, it starts off <laughs> in the future and then you mm-hmm. get sort of flashbacks how he got to that point. But okay, that okay. is told then linearly, if that makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. You sort of tell the story how you got to the beginning of the movie. Right, yeah. And then it goes past that too. But it is sort of like every, I think it's got like six chapters. It's got like this prologue chapter one chapter two chapter three chapter four and then an epilogue mm-hmm. and it's very like over the top where it's like the whole screen goes red and it's like these big letters like chapter four like <laughs> you know mm-hmm. uh, which it, and the whole thing it's got like fourth wall breaks too it's uh, got yeah he just 
he, Tom Holland narrates the movie and then in one scene he decides to speak to us directly. Okay. It is all over the place. But <laughs> it is, and maybe it's, I haven't said this in a while, the beauty of low expectations. Mm-hmm. But I enjoyed this movie and it solidified Tom Holland as a good actor to me. Yeah? Yeah. So, sorry. Sorry, no, please go on. Love to run a little clip of it now. But Apple, I've asked them for permission for Wolfwalkers before, Mm -hmm. which was during the Christmas time, I think, where they were out of office. I have reached out to them uh, today. I hope I'm going to hear back soon. I'll link the trailer in the description if there's not one here. And, um, but yeah, I would insert a little clip of the trailer right now. I'm 23 years old, and sometimes I wonder if life was wasted on me. I take all the beautiful things to heart till I about die from it. If I could save time in a bottle, the first thing. Hey, I'm really happy you're here. Why is that? Because I like you. Never seems to be enough time to do You're it for me. I feel the same way. I joined the army. Why would you do that? Sometimes I feel like I've already seen everything that's gonna happen. <laughs> and it's a nightmare. So hopefully you heard something other than <laughs> a, a great awkward pause there. But sorry, what were you gonna say? No, I just want to say because you said he's he's a good actor, um, or solidified to you as a mm-hmm. good actor. He he's in a lot of upcoming stuff, including Chaos Walking, which is by <laughs> Doc Liman, which is also supposed to be terrible, terrible, yeah. terrible. Yeah, it just I mean it always looked terrible. The yes. first screenshots that I, I have saw. to agree. Actually, yeah. it always looked bad too, and I was excited for this movie. Yeah, well, I like Doc Liman and. It's got this sci-fi element to it, which is, it, 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 I, I was hoping for another Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. I, I think that was done by Doug Lyman. Yeah, it was. And it also got uh, Mats Mikkelsen in Chaos Walking, apparently. Oh, that's right. I love Mats Mikkelsen, man. Yeah. But, which, by the way, yeah. Thomas Vinterberg got, mm-hmm. dire- uh, got nominated for Best Director for another yeah. round. For Joel I saw that. I, that was the best thing I've ever seen. We'll get to the Oscars afterwards. Sorry. <laughs> It's going to be a long episode. Yeah. Well, well, I'm, I'm, I'll wrap up, Cherry. <laughs> yeah, don't but worry about it. I got a lot of people, like, especially if you look on the letterboxed reviews, which are always like mm-hmm. the cinephiles. You know, I love that word. <laughs> and they, these guys pretty much hated that movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, on IMDb, it's got like a 6.6 last time I looked. It tells a story that you have seen before. But I think especially towards sort of the last hour of the film, because it does cover a lot of things, that movie, as I said before. Tells the story of how he met his, um, his love interest and then him when he's in, uh, you know, in the war and mm-hmm. then afterwards and then even it goes further on and further on. But there's scenes where there's so many scenes in there in this long movie that stayed with me and that's because of Tom Holland's performance. There's a scene where he calls his girlfriend once he, while he's over there because he's there for like two years. And I don't know where he is exactly. Afghanistan? I'm not entirely sure. 
But his interaction with her, he breaks down because he misses her so much and he's just like, talk about you for a while. I just want to hear you talk and I don't want to tell you how bad I'm doing. I just want to hear your voice. And I just want to sort of have a glimpse of normality again. Mm-hmm. Really well done. But other wow, okay. things, I understand why people don't like it. I mean, it's... it's I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to do this. <laughs> it's, this is 100% not a spoiler. 100% okay. not a spoiler. But there's a one scene where the camera... You sort of see a scene. I'm gonna have to talk about this. I'm sorry. If I, it's just because it's ridiculous how much discussion I've heard about this one scene. This is one scene where you see like a tunnel, right? And at the end of the tunnel, you see a guy flashing a flashlight, mm-hmm. and you're sort of inspecting it. And then the next shot reveals that this tunnel was supposed to be Tom Holland's rectum, and it mm. was a doctor looking in, checking him up. All right. And there was at this great letterbox review that was like this movie features one of the worst shots or whatever the most horrific shots I've ever seen in any movie. And I was like, I understand it's out of place. I don't know why they had to film inside of his asshole. I don't understand it. They could, but I I agree because they could. (laughs) I mean, it sounds interesting, but I I was never interested in that movie because it is by the Russo brothers. What are you talking about? Because this does not seem like a movie for them, no disrespect, just because, okay, they did the Avengers movies, or some of them at least, the others were done by uh, Josh Whedon, but they, they're great for what they are, but I wouldn't want to see them direct like drama, just like I love John Carpenter, but I wouldn't want to see him do, I don't know, a presidential biopic, because... It's just not what I'm interested in about that director. Well, but the Russo brothers did other things before they went to the MCU. Yeah, like Arrested Development, all like over the top. Community, but they also did like... Yeah, more um, funny things than like... But I know, of course, people kind of break out of those, but good ones? Well, I haven't seen it. I have to say there's one movie on my watch list for years now, which is... Sorry, which is called Welcome to Collinwood from 2002, which is... With, with George Clooney, Sam Rockwell, William H. Macy, and it's about like a heist or okay. a, a um, yeah, I think it's a heist, like a crime comedy. Oh, okay. That's yeah. supposed to be pretty good. I, I still haven't crime, watched yeah? it. Yeah. It's got some okay ratings. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> no, but, but I agree with what you're it's saying. It's got comedy as like the first sure. genre listed. Sure. I mean, because, sorry, I mean, just because like the Avengers, I don't like really watch the Marvel movies because of the great acting. You know, no, but it's fine. It's it's good to see them branch out, though. I mean, surely you don't want them to do that the whole way through their their career. They have this status now; they can do anything they want now. They've done the most successful movie of all time, which apparently not because Avatar retook number one now yeah. because they re-released it. I mean, what is this? What a <laughs> it's just gonna keep going. You know, when the next Avengers movie comes out, they're gonna re-release Endgame. They're gonna take them over again. Did you read some comments to that? Uh, to them taking back. No, the box office. What do you mean? Because I read it on 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 YouTube. Somebody posted it, some movie channel, right? And just all the comments are just like you know Disney high fiving themselves because <laughs> they now own also the rights to Avatar, so they can't lose. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just ridiculous now. But yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean the Russo brothers can do whatever they want now, and obviously they they're now currently filming the Gray Man. 
I, which I talked about with, with mm-hmm. Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling, mm-hmm. that spy thriller. My God, right, yeah. I can't wait for that movie. I just yeah, I mean, cannot wait for it. Something like spy thriller, I can imagine more, or maybe something like, yeah, Day After Tomorrow or something like that. Yeah. But, I don't know, like a, a soldier with like PTSD or whatever just doesn't seem like a, a Russo brother movie. Well, once again, it is a personal story that they're telling. Of course. I don't know the backstory, but they had a reason to want to tell it. I think it's mm-hmm. written by a family member. I don't know that for sure. It, mm-hmm. one, it, it's written by two people, and one of them had the name Russo in it. Okay. You know, I'm taking a wild guess here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't want to be that so condescending. I have no idea about movie making and what they're capable of. And there's so many great directors who started with comedy or drama and then sure. switched it up. So No, the direction really didn't blow me away in this. It okay. really didn't. And it... I appreciated their work more and I revered their work more in, in the MCU. That's just mm-hmm. the case. But then again, I really don't understand the hate of the movie Cherry and mm-hmm. I found enjoyment in it. it. It reminded me of a lot of different movies, especially towards the end. I'm not going to go into that now. But I I, I kind of, um, you know, I, I liked the nods to other movies that it reminded me of. Maybe that wasn't intentional, but, you know, it just... Uh, gave me that vibe of one certain movie towards the end mm-hmm. but um yeah i enjoyed it for what it was it, it's not fantastic by any means but if you have the apple tv plus subscription i think you should check it out it's um as i said it's got those interesting stylistic ele- elements to it that are not for everyone but if you can buy into it and if you mm-hmm. enjoy it um i think you'll enjoy the whole movie interesting yeah cool. yeah that's it okay i mean i mean uh, yeah go Sorry. on no, I just want to, I think, go where you want to go with the Oscars. Let's do a quick still have time. Yeah. recap. Yeah, let's not go overboard, but yeah. Because, I mean, some of the, the nominations are quite similar. I mean... To the Globes, you Van- mean? Yeah. I mean, Vanessa Kirby is nominated. Which and is I a wish great her, surprise. Yeah, I, I hope she wins. I remember I mean, us I talking about her like, not being... Right. I want to see that movie too, but yeah. I, I remember us talking about the Pieces of a Woman special when, mm-hmm. and I was like, I haven't heard any buzz for Vanessa Kirby, but we both agreed that we wanted to see her nominated. She didn't get nominated at the Globes, right? I, I don't even know. I don't know that. I don't think she was. I, I'm going to look it up, but in the meantime, I just want to talk about supporting roles. Daniel uh, Daniel Kalua and Lakeith Stanfield are both nominated as supporting <laughs> roles, although they're kind of both the leading roles, yeah. which is... I've Weird. heard that controversy too. I haven't seen the movie yet. Mm, me neither. But um, yeah, I've heard there was a lot of uproar for that because they, uh, as you said, they they are not supporting actors apparently. Yeah, it kind of seems like the decision from uh, Viola Davis during Fences, where she decided to be nominated in a supporting role, so she might have a better shot at winning. I don't think she decided role. that. I think that was the uh, studio. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, probably yeah. studio. And I thought this might be the same case here, but then why nominate both actors in the same? Same category. category. I agree. Dude, the, the, the Academy is a weird group of people, and I don't know what they're basing their decisions on, but a lot of people are happier with their decisions now, obviously, because they're nominated two female directors for Best Director, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite categories. So I want to start off with that, if you don't mind. Directing, we got um, Promising Young Woman, Emerald mm-hmm. Fennel, uh, which obviously we haven't seen. We, we loved, we'd love to see it. Nomadland, directed by Chloe mm-hmm. Zhao, which we have seen and talked about. Yes. Then we have Minari, which we also haven't been able to see. Mm-hmm. Um, Lee Isaac Chung. And now we're going to talk about, I'm sorry, I, it, it sounds so wrong that I'm going to talk about the male nominees, but these are two of my favorite directors. So David Fincher, 
nominated for Mank. I don't necessarily love the movie. <laughs> but <laughs> good directing. Great directing. And my pick, I want him to win. I mean, even though <laughs> I, I can't say that because I haven't seen Promising Young Woman in Minari, yeah. so I can't say that. But Thomas Winterberg, I love him. And I'm so happy that he's nominated. I saw this great video where he reacted to him being nominated. Mm-hmm. So fantastic. Because he had no <laughs> fucking clue, obviously. <laughs> yeah. It's but, cool. But yeah. I feel like these are like the Academy Awards where I've seen the least. Yeah, we were. Yeah. I mean, due to the cinemas, you know, usually we, yeah. we get like special screenings of the Academy Award movies in cinemas. But due to them being closed, it's a weird fucking year. Yeah. And sorry, I was wrong. Uh, Vanessa Kirby was nominated. Okay. But I still hope she wins. Although, yeah, I've, I haven't seen a lot of the other competitors. And I don't know. Well, you've seen Ma- some of them. Maria Bakalova for Boa's subsequent movie film. I don't I, understand not, that yeah. at all. She wasn't a great act. She was funny, but it wasn't great acting. I don't understand how this movie is nominated, but I'm not going to, you know. Yeah. If, yeah. But let's go through it really quickly. Um, mm-hmm. Actress in a leading role, you said Vanessa Kirby. Mm-hmm. We have Frances McDormand for Nomadland. Um, Good. Yeah. Viola Davis for Moraney's Black Bottom mm-hmm. in a leading role, which, I mean, it, it is the titular role, but I'm still surprised to see her nominated. I mean, I'm happy. I thought she was great. Yeah. Andra Day, The United States versus Billie Holiday. I she have no interest in that movie. Yeah. yeah, apparently she's great. So uh, maybe I have to check it out. And obviously, Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for that movie. <laughs> we said it too many times. Also, act in a leading role. Riza Matt, I'm glad for him, I think. Yeah, that was a surprise too, yeah. Sound of Metal, Um, we talked about it, yeah. mm -hmm. Chadwick Boseman, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Uh, Anthony Hopkins, The Father, haven't seen Gary Oldman, Mank, and Stephen Yun, Minari. And I'm so glad for him because he really broke out of his early roles. He was just the guy from The Walking Dead and now he's the guy from Burning, from Minari. He's he's become a really good actor. Yeah, it's going to be, that's an interesting category for me. I think a lot of people think that Boseman's going to take it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I, I would bet my money on Bozeman as well. But yeah. maybe Oldman Risk. was great too. I mean, yeah, and we haven't seen two of the other ones. Yeah, uh, and One. sorry, Euphoria. In one episode, you got Coleman Domingo, who is also in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, as the sponsor. Also great acting. The sponsor, the sponsor in in the first episode in the first special of Euphoria. He'll oh, sponsor her. Who like, is he in Moreni? He is uh, the the guy who talks a lot with um, with Chad. Big, Bozeman's character, you know, like the, the kind of the leader of the band. Right, right, right. Gotcha. One of the band members, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's, yeah, actor in a supporting role, Sasha Baron Cohen for The Trial of the Chicago yeah, 7. I, don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't agree with that. I mean, but, sure yeah. enough. Daniel Kaluuya, you said, mm-hmm. and Leslie Stanfield. Yeah, that was a surprise. And yeah, also Paul, I, don't, I still don't know how to pronounce his name, Rossi, Ray- Racy. Racy, yeah. yeah. Rocky. Sound wouldn't of have Metal. That. Yeah, wouldn't no, have me neither. That. I mean, it's, yeah. a, it's a good couple of nominees this week this, this year yeah and glenn close because we talked about her acting <laughs> when we talked about hillbilly elegy she was yeah. nominated now for a globe and an oscar yeah and yeah. i think she was a good actress but yeah no go through we'll them see. real quickly these i'm just actresses. i just hope maria bakalova doesn't win for Bar- borat's subsequent movie film then we got yeah glenn close hillbilly elegy olivia coleman the father amanda seyfried for mank and yeah. yu jung young i hope that's the pronunciation was somewhat correct for Minari. Yeah. Once again, I'm so excited for Minari. Yeah. I've seen so many Korean movies lately. <laughs> Have you? Yeah, like uh, well, two. <laughs> 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 but, but I've finally seen Mother and the Host. Amazing, both. 
Oh, you watch Bo- uh, Bong Joon Ho movies? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Good. You love I think, them? I love both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. Director. I think if we go through <laughs> all the nominations, uh, it's going to be a while. No, let's just do best picture. Best, do best picture, picture, of course. We have a the lot father. of fucking uh, nominations. Yeah, of <laughs> that course. That we haven't seen. We haven't seen The Father, yeah. Judas and the Black Messiah, Minari, Promising Young Woman. Well, sorry, Promising Young yeah. Woman. So but we have half. seen. <laughs> yeah, we have seen Mank, Nomadland, no. yeah. Sound of Metal, and Trial of the Chicago 7. So we have a lot of catching up to do there. But yeah. yeah. No I chance for us to watch it. Trial of the Chicago 7 doesn't win. <laughs> I don't know about the others I mean, because I haven't seen a couple of them, but I yeah. don't think it deserves. I think Mank was just a better movie, and I think. You think so? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I kind of think Trial of the Chicago 7 is... I enjoyed it, just, it more than Mank. Yeah, it seemed just more of a people pleaser. Mank was something new, you know? It's always good to reward somebody for experimenting, you know? Sure. Sure. I mean, I love Finch. I'll, you know, I'm happy if yeah. he wins anything. <laughs> so, right. right. That's the Academy Awards. We'll see who wins and how it's going to go down. We're still a month left. Yeah. Until they're going to take place Sunday, <laughs> April 25th. Hopefully they'll like release some of the movies for our region for us to watch. Dude, them. I pray that they're going to release at least Minari and The Father and, sorry, and uh, Promising Young Woman. I'm yeah. also so excited for that movie, but we'll yes. see. We'll see. Right. That's yeah. it. Stacked episode. But, um, <laughs> Definitely. But a fun one. one. Yeah. <laughs> if we don't, once again, apologies for the trailers, but mm-hmm. bear with us. You know, it's a. <laughs> Apple and uh, HBO we haven't ever had. So yeah, we'll see how it goes. That's it for me. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for joining us regularly or not regularly. Whatever you choose, fine by us. (laughs) Good passive (laughs) aggression there. (laughs) (laughs) No, No, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thank you so much for sticking around till the end. And yeah, you can check us out on any podcast platforms, be it Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, etc. You can check our cover art on Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. On Instagram and Twitter, we're you can find us under at Best Thing Radio. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Maybe consider dropping a like and have a great week. And we hope you watch something great. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs>